everyone. Welcome back to Highly Inspired. I'm Ella. I'm Jordan. And happy 2020. I can't believe it's the new year. Happy new year, everybody. Wow, that wasn't that exciting. <laughs> happy <laughs> new year, everybody. Okay, okay, better, better. But yeah, so this week we actually have a guest on, um, our friend Carly, and we both went to high school with Carly. Um, and I've known Carly since kindergarten, so we've been friends for a while. And Carly goes to a different college than Jordan and I do, so we thought it'd be really good to have her on for this episode to talk about what hookup culture looks like in 2020, especially as we're going into this new decade. Yeah, we're kind of diving deep right now, but yeah, yeah, super interesting. Carly, say hi. Hey guys, I'm Carly. (laughs) Super excited to be here. (laughs) So, so enthusiastic. Okay, uh, for well, yeah, so we're, we want to talk about some hookup culture and dating topics today, so we want to just give you guys a little bit of a disclaimer that we obviously are not experts on any of this stuff by any means, and definitely not dating. Um, we are not psychologists, dating experts, etc., so yeah. Yeah, um, just... Just so wanted you guys to know that. I mean, you probably already could assume that, but just FYI. Um, so the first question that we have is, what's your opinion on the current status of hookup culture? Is there anything that stands out as kind of absurd or good or laughable? Um, or whatever you can think of, like, relating to how <laughs> men... <laughs> this question's really funny. How men and women court each other. And enter relationships. That's kind of a loaded question, but... Um, well, first of all, <laughs> it's kind of absurd. Uh, men typically court women um, in an unusual way these days. Typically at a frat party, they might walk up and say, Hey, you want to go back? And you don't know their name. They might not even be in that frat. Um, you don't even know who they are, what their goals are, morals are, but exactly. you kind of just, yeah. I just think the word courting is really funny because it, it reminds me of like Dow and Abbey or something. Yeah, 1920s fucking like old English. Your parents are talking to you about like, oh, how are you courting this person? And they're or like escorting you on the dates or whatever. Yeah. And just in like a hundred years, I was reading some article and it basically said that the 1920s are what started like the beginning of hookup culture because you had like movie theaters and you had cars being invented and, and, and people really had the freedom to like go and do whatever. And so your parents didn't have to like accompany you on dates. No, definitely not. And now it's like the exact opposite, like where we're basically, our brains aren't developed, but we're in college and having like weird random hookup encounters with people and it's like how do you even like manage that I don't know well I feel like this topic in general is really important to talk about because I feel like it's constantly changing like how people interact with each other and go about this stuff is so different even from 10 years ago yeah so like we're starting the new decade who knows what 2030 will be like I mean I feel like already guys aren't even going about things with girls that they used to. I feel like a lot of guys base stuff off of girls, too. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, frat parties, maybe, yeah. Like, they don't give a fuck, and they're just going to be shitheads. But I don't know. I feel like women are also having a different role now, too. I don't know. It's so hard. It's such a minefield. Yeah, I kind of think now the whole courting thing, instead of being asked on a date and stuff, it's sort of like hey, adding you on Snap, and then they kind of <laughs> oh, hit you with the, like, what are you doing? And it's like, 
Whereas our they parents can't even would, spell that word yeah, out. They, they say W Y D. Whereas our parents would have to call like the person's house yeah. and say hi, like is Mary Beth there, and then wait <laughs> for someone Beth. to get on the phone <laughs> and ask her on a date. And now it's like, where's the magic? Where's, where's no the magic? Where's the magic? <laughs> We've lost the art of, like, actually putting in work to, like, make plans happen. Like, I feel like all the time since we have text now, it's just kind of, all right, can't make it. Sorry, like, we're going to have to do it another day when in yeah. in the past, like, you'd have to, over the phone, commit to something. You then, couldn't yeah, you bail unless you were literally yeah, you on your deathbed. Yeah. You can be like, oh, well, like, if you're nervous and you really like the guy, like, it's so much easier to be like, oh my gosh, I have a test tomorrow, and then you're going to watch Netflix in your bed. But, you know, <laughs> like, instead of having yeah. to be like, I have to show up and, and just, face them, or at least talk to them on the phone. Like, if a guy called me, I'd be like, um... <laughs> it's it's kind of nerve-wracking. Like, you, like, see it on your phone, you're like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. that's, like, I don't know, it's kind of scary. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I called someone just to, like, make a plan or anything like I feel like the only time I call someone is like my mom when I, I absolutely need something like right away yeah or if you're like okay maybe once you have the date planned out and you get there and, and then you're like, you're like where, where, are, where you? are you that's yeah. like the only time I would yeah. maybe yeah it's just easier over text I feel like a lot of people hide over text though which probably is why well, like there's a lot that's changed that and it's hard because it's like over text and over social media there's so much like things that are implied and it kind of makes it so there isn't, like, direct communication. And I feel like that leads to confusion later on. Like, and just insecurity. Like, I've had, fr- like, girlfriends that are like, oh, my gosh, he, like, viewed my Snapchat story but didn't respond to my Snapchat. And they just, like, it consumes them. <laughs> no, or they're, like, checking the Snap yeah. map to see, like, when oh, my God. Yeah, it was on, like, two seconds ago no, or and like, he's not he's, responding. And he's, like, with this girl and, like, this girl's sleeping over and, like, why aren't I sleeping over? And it just, like... We have so much information about everyone at all times that it makes it so, like, consuming. Like, if you let it consume yourself, it could drive you crazy. Like, you really have to just turn it off. And yeah, or it. just, I don't know, be normal and be, like, have trust that he's going to respond to you and not be, like, obsessive over the stupid Snapchat shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I feel like the tech has definitely changed it. And there's so much to do with, like, Instagram DMing and, like, I don't know, just all these, like, social media platforms that have changed how people, like, communicate communicate and meet each other. Like, I feel like so many relationships now solely start from, like, people DMing someone. Yeah, but I also think now that DMs, it it matters what the DM is. Like, if you Insta-DM me, I'm kind of like, you're kind of sleazy, but why? I mean, it's... (laughs) Kind of. It's just a different platform. They didn't have my phone number. What are they going to do? Email me. So they followed me on Instagram, and they messaged me, which is completely normal, but we have all of these... (laughs) Weird ...things where it's like Snapchat's more casual. Like, God forbid they, like, DM you on Facebook. I mean, it's the same thing. They're going to say the same thing. That is a huge red flag. That is a huge red flag. Like, but why? And why? And why? Okay, why is it a bigger deal for a guy to text you than if you're just snapchatting like if you're just snapchatting it's like oh we're just hooking up and it's casual but if you're texting it's like oh we could potentially date and like why it's what exactly i agree with that and if you can ghost someone on snapchat it's like oh i i got busy you know but like texting them it's like there's red receipts involved and that's even worse than like open snap that you forgot about because they know completely yeah you read it on wednesday at 3 20 p.m and it's friday and you're not asking me what i'm doing and you just can yeah. go through, like, and I've known girls that will even post stories 
on their Instagram specifically for a guy to be interested. Like, they'll be like, I am posting this because I know that we have an inside joke about this and I want him to see that. Like, whoa. Like, that is just whoa. crazy. Like, I don't know. That's like a whole nother well, realm of it. What kind of boggles my mind is how we've like, we all know all of these social cues just with these like sites. Yeah. Like, if we tried to get one of our parents to like tag on to all of these cues, like they would have no fucking. It's a whole language. Yeah. I mean, it it's is so crazy. It's like th- if you just yeah. woke up and as a twenty something year old and you had no idea what any of the stuff is, you would have no fucking idea. What yeah, to do. like yeah. a Snapchat at three p.m. on a Wednesday is so much different than a Snapchat at one a.m. on a Saturday. Yeah. And without <laughs> even opening it, without even just seeing who it's stamp. from, just the yeah. timestamp. If you only got a notification. A little Snapchat goes, no names, no nothing. You would already know kind of like what, what it is. is. Exactly. Yeah. And like what you said, God forbid, no one ever DMs you on Facebook. That's like the bottom of the food chain. Yeah. But then <laughs> after that is probably what? Like, LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> so Facebook is lower than LinkedIn? No, I'm just kidding. No, if I, I ever got to add me on LinkedIn who I know have like like haven't talked to me but you know it seems like they'd be interested like they've no way like added me on linkedin and then dm me on snapchat (laughs) but haven't followed me on instagram yet and i'm like wait like you can't add me on linkedin like if you can't (laughs) even talk to me in public like we're not business associates so is that a tip like if you're trying to go after a girl at least follow her on instagram before linkedin before the linkedin i don't mind the linkedin i'm trying to you know grow my network but have the decency to at least all about the connections right yeah (laughs) priorities Uh, okay so it goes facebook then linkedin then snap then instagram i guess so instagram dming is probably like i'd say that's the most serious though because snapchat's still sleazy but instagram it's like it seems more classy yeah okay and you can so you ra- can share like so snapchat a little, can be ratchet well, you, think can share about, a you could share a meme or like a yeah. thing or like something an art thing it's or, like a, it's sharing news like you can share something like oh this is like a current thing or hot i thought this was funny but on snapchat it's a picture of your face so it's easier to kind yeah. of like share something that you guys can like connect with or bond over yes, and then exactly. it kind yes. of like as opposed to like segues into like an actual conversation yeah, yeah okay um okay that's like kind that. of a shift but do you feel like relationships in 20, or sorry, no. Do you have any instances of girlfriends having drama over a guy, whether it was like someone hooking up with exes or overlapping with the same guy and like too close I to I feel the like this period? would be a good question for you because like your school, it being a little bit smaller, like I feel like this happens, happens a, a lot. lot. Yeah. Or at yeah. least like everyone that I know, like, I don't understand why it, it, it's always boys that cause, like, the worst drama between girls. Well, like, why is... We went to an all-girls but... school. It was fine. Yeah. Was it, though? <laughs> it was fine for five days I mean, out like... of the week. And then this <laughs> weekend came around, and it was, like... Mondays were always shaky because <laughs> someone walked in with, like, some sort of tea that had yet to be resolved. Yes, but then by Thursday, everyone's good, and then you're in that same cycle again. So the weekend just kind of, like, make everything <laughs> shitty, and yeah. then, yeah, you just have to get over it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so, like they said, my school's super small, and it's common that you run in the same social circles or that they overlap with someone's significant other, so... For instance, one of my good friends is dating a guy, and he DMs me a ton, but it's just... It's, what the fuck? It's memes and stuff, and I think it's funny because I kind of have a very, like... I'm kind of a guy. I have, like, a kind of, like, dirty sense of humor, but 
I'd say most girls who haven't been a crazy mixed-in would see these DMs that are, like, kind of, like, sexually explicit and, like, kill me. Um, So you guys are having... You're DMing memes that are sexually explicit. (laughs) Which I'm not judging you. Like, you do you. So he's really, like, the one doing it. And I will say we're pretty good (laughs) friends. Okay. And, like, we Snapchat and stuff, but, like... I mean, even if I were to be hanging out with a guy that I'm not even in a real relationship with, and, like... You're gonna act I were to even way. receive a Snapchat from this guy, it'd make me feel uncomfortable, because this guy would be like, oh, well, she's talking to another guy, but I'm like, no, he's in a relationship, which is weirder. So I can see how girls do get kind of jealous to a severe level. Yeah. yeah. My issue with this whole thing is it's like... The rules are so, like, person-to-person and, like, situation-to-situation. Like, my theory on it is if, if it's one of your best friends and it's, it's an actual ex-boyfriend, like, not just, like, an ex-hookup or, like, an ex-fling, but, like, it is their legitimate, like, ex-boyfriend of multiple months or years, obviously that is, like, off-limits. And then if it's, like, a friend who, like, you're kind of in, in between friends with, then, like, you maybe have a conversation with them before you do something. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's just so hard because if you're in, like, the same friend group and the same network of friends, people are bound to have these overlaps, especially, like, meaningless, like, hookup overlaps. And I feel like you, like, there's two factors involved. Like, how close are you to the girl who's ex <laughs> or whatever that you're hooking up with? And, like, what was their relationship with that guy previous to what like, your relationship is to them, you know? Yeah. And it's such a case-by-case thing. And I know for a fact you and I have both had scenarios Sinners. like this, yeah. and it's so hard to balance, like, who do you hurt? Yeah. Like, do you hurt yourself because you're depriving yourself of, like, I don't yeah. know, entering a relationship that you could potentially be really happy with? Yeah. Or do you just say, fuck it, and, like, screw over the girl that you don't really care about? Or if you do care about her, how then it's just, like, that? how do you go about it? You never know if a girl's going to freak out or if they're going to be, like, super chill with yeah. it. It just totally depends. Or and they I feel can like lie to your that's face. That's actually a big thing with girls. I feel like it's either they're capable of being really pissed about something like that or they're not. But you have to do it first. That's the issue. Like, you don't know if they're going to be pissed or chill until you've already done it. Like, you're already in the danger Yeah, zone. like, you can't There's tell no unless you back just go for it. Been there, or though. do you have to address it before it even happens? Like, do you have to, like... I feel like if it was one of my best friends and they wanted to, like, date, like, an ex-boyfriend of mine, like, I would want them to, like, come to me beforehand. But if it was, like, my, a friend, a best friend of mine and it was just, like, a guy that we had, like... Yeah. I just hooked up with, like, once or twice. Like, I wouldn't necessarily care. But some girls care about that. So it's, like, how do you read other people's minds? Because, like, the rules are so different and everyone's, like... I think probably first off, based off of, like, a vibe. Like, whatever vibe that person. Like, there's definitely girls that even if you can't fully tell, you know, like... They're crazy. If they have, like, a potential crazy side. For me, I had a situation where um, someone who I was relatively close with, I had an overlap... But I was a chicken and pussied out and didn't want to talk about it with her. So I basically just, like, ate shit and, like, didn't pursue (laughs) the potential (laughs) opportunity. But, like, I know that there are a lot of girls that would be like, you know what, fuck the girl. Like, I want to do what I want. Yeah. Yeah. And it just depends on, like, what type of social circle you're in or if people are really... I don't know, tight. Like, what if it's a friend group? That's really, really hard. Yeah, it's it's hard with a friend group because, like, 
there's a group dynamic and then there's like an individual friendship dynamic and like you might have someone in your group chat of like eight people that you're really not tight with and like you would never hang out with them by yourself but then suddenly they expect you to have the same like level of loyalty as one of your like closest best friends in the friend group that you've had for years and it's like kind of it, it's it's just really confusing and unfair because yeah, I don't know. Yeah, okay. I think friend groups also like kind of grow. So like my yes. friend group now, like there's like one or two guys in it that I've hooked up with, and that's why they're in the friend group because <laughs> you know we kind of like. So you kind of just like introduced well. like, them. We, we had some mutual friends, and I was like, oh, I have people that like you're similar to. Yeah. Let's all be friends, and then people think that's weird, and then they're kind of like isn't that awkward? And I'm like, we're like in our twenties. Yeah. It's going to happen. And why can't we both be like, we're friends now, but then other girls get nervous. Cause they're like, well, can I talk to him? And I'm like, we're friends. Yeah. Like go, I support you. Like he, he should deserve, get someone like you, you know? Yeah, yeah. exactly. But yeah. yeah, I think I like the, how you said that. Like we're in our twenties, like let's, let's be adults. mature adults yeah. here. No. And cause at the end of the day, it's going to happen. And I yeah. feel like people just have to like yeah. get the fuck over it. Well, think it. about when you're, you're dating someone to get married. Hopefully they've dated other people before. But, like, you're, you're going to marry them. So you can't be worried about, like, oh, my God, what about his ex-girlfriend from high school that was 15 years ago? Yeah. yeah. Is she going to be mad? You just have to, like, draw the line, yeah. like, between the stuff that is so irrelevant to, like, what actually matters and the stuff that, at, like, is actually going to move on to you guys. At the end of the day, if two people were meant to be together, like, like you you weren't supposed to be with him. Like, you, you'll find someone else. Like, don't worry yeah. about it. Like, you don't want to be, like so possessive over like a failed thing if that makes sense like at some point you have to like after a certain amount of time like let it go yeah and I think that it's shitty to constantly be overthinking all of these like things that are that don't matter because then you could just be depriving yourself of a really cool thing yeah that who knows where that would go it would make you happy so Yeah. yeah and I think it goes back to just like people like like even if there is a conflict I feel like people want to do it over text or they want to like the easy way out they want the easy way out or they want to like or if they'll someone will ask them like are you actually upset and they'll lie and they'll be like no I'm not upset and then later on send like a really like passive aggressive angry text and it's just super confusing like it, that, yeah, that texting has been, has been a blessing and a curse for relationships yeah, for sure for sure okay I have a question um Carly do you feel like relationships in 2020 are too implied um or is there not enough direct communication that could lead to confusion later down the road? Um, I feel like there's a lot of instances, especially with text or whatever, that people, I don't know, things can be so vague. You don't know what someone's really thinking or you feel like you're conveying enough um, emotion about a situation with someone. But like you, I don't know, maybe they get the wrong idea or maybe like the other way around. Yeah, um, I definitely think that it's really indirect now, and for some odd reason, nobody believes that what they're reading on their phone is really there, or like really the truth. Like if a guy's like, "Do you want to go out to dinner with me?" People are like, Wait, you know, like that seems suspicious." <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, yeah, could that mean you know? It's yeah. like you almost would rather it be like. Oh, are you coming to Pike tonight? You know, like, yeah, it, it was, yeah. it's just more comfortable because I think especially like in this current time, a lot of people are kind of like self-doubting themselves 
and we're really scared to kind of just like go for it and like yeah exactly kind of like, say like put it all hey, out on I the like table. you so then but I think guys also have this issue where it's both sides are like doing some weird like like dance in a way where it's like you're trying to like <laughs> yeah it's attract like, like other mind games mind games yeah. and that kind of is like our next question no like, but like in yeah. older in older um, decades like that's how they used to do it like if a guy like really wanted to talk to you he would like tell you like let's go to an actual whatever date. but yeah. now it's all like. It goes from like zero to grinding in like two <laughs> seconds, and, and you're like, "Why did I get yeah. here?" What if a guy is going says, on? "I want to talk to you, I want to get to know you," it's like it could mean that's true, or it could be again. Like, yeah, then you're like, he's just trying to bring you back home for the night, and he's using that as a mind game. So you're like, "Oh, he cares," but it's like, I don't know you. Like, is your name Jack or was it Zach? Or yeah, yeah. so confused. And they're really good about being fake because they know that that's what you want to hear. Yeah. Spot. Yeah, yeah, girls want to be like, "Yeah, I want to go talk, get a drink. I want to go to dinner. I want to whatever." Myself. Yeah, but and then they get misled, and the guy's like, "All right, just kidding." Like, yeah, I don't care about you. I want to play video games now that we're done fucking. Well, okay, that no, that's actually I've <laughs> seen that happen. <laughs> and you're like, "What is the dinner?" Your Uber's the here. Bye. They don't even buy your Uber nowadays. It's just like, or yes. at the very least, they'll split it with you. Oh yeah, like, no. Now it's awkward because especially if you spent the night there and it's further from your house. To the point where it's like to do the walk of shame would be not only shameful but a distance. But do you want to be that girl who's like, will you Uber? Because of course we have Uber, but yeah, you know I'm not gonna pay to do like leave your house. You should drive me home. Yeah, drive me home. Yeah, you have a car. Like I'm sure you're hungover, but so am I. You can operate a vehicle at the very least. Like you just. Saw me naked, like yeah. let me or go offer home me a safely. water bottle for the road. <laughs> I mean, usually it's kind of just like I, maybe like a cliff bar or something. <laughs> yeah, they're like I text you later, and you're kind of there, like you close the front door behind you, and you're like, no, I saw something so appalling once, where a guy <laughs> appalling. A, I love that word. A, literally, a guy. Um, this girl was like trying to say goodbye to him. He doesn't even look up. And say goodbye to her. She's like, my, my Uber's here. Like, bye. And he just doesn't even look up. And she walks away and gets Wait, I know who this is. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That is just disgusting. It was, that's, it's so that's sad. gross. Men can act like pigs. But I will say, like, women, I myself am guilty of this. Where you want to skip that whole thing. Like, you just leave. You wake up at 3 a.m. and you run home. I know. Like, you're going on an early morning run, and that way you'll avoid people seeing you. Yeah. Walking home. You won't have yeah. to discuss, you know, like, do we exchange numbers? Because I think that's another big thing. Like, oh, kind of in the morning, do we exchange numbers? Or, like, I might have added you on Snap last night. I can't remember. But, like, is that weird to bring up? But it's, like... Yeah, you did just see me naked. I think we should have each other's contact information. <laughs> you know? At least just write it down on a piece of paper. I don't if know. If a man... Genuinely, if I woke up and a man wrote his number on a piece of paper and handed it to me, I would be like, you, sir, are a gentleman. Yeah, okay. honestly. Like, we're Why reviving these old traditions did, that may seem, like, did, inferior, but they're, like, honestly better because it, it it's so more effort. Bad. How did it get so bad to the point... like? We have a question down here where it's like things are so swapped, like the order of how you do things. Like it used to be you would 
go on like it was like what the three date rule or like whatever yes. your line was yeah you would you would see someone at the roller skating rink and then you <laughs> would go up to them then you would ask for their number and then you would text them call, them call them yeah. ask them on a date or yeah Do you, you remember, like, even me. movies in the early 2000s where the the guy would have to ask like four times to get the girl to commit to the date yeah, and that was now, even before the date. And then they would do yeah. the date, and then they would do, like, five. And a lot of girls would have, like, a five-date rule or whatever. Yeah, now... And then maybe... Maybe, just maybe... maybe. There's a slight <laughs> chance that they'd make out in the back of a car. And then after that, they would fuck. Yeah, now it's, like, if we don't, like, hook up... Or, like, I mean, even if you just made out, that's not enough. It's, like, if you didn't have sex the first time, like, meeting them, it's, like... I they feel like not even expect to have a relationship with you. never seeing them again, never hearing from them. <laughs> That's so true. Which, they like, just become a what? ghost again, of your like, past. I don't, I don't know your name. I don't know where you're from. I don't know your siblings. You know, like, I'd at least like to be like, oh, we're both in the same chem class so we can laugh about it. I mean, there's nothing to talk about then. So you're kind of left there, like, uncomfortably, like, why would I even want to text you then, even after yeah. the hookup? Because I don't know I you. I still don't know you. And it's like... And it's I, like, what the... F- then I, feel, then I feel yeah. obligated to get to know you just because yeah. we hooked up. But then to text but in the morning after is weird because exactly yeah. what the fuck do you say? Like, oh, that was like, oh, I had fun good last night. night. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah, exactly. The, oh, when the guy texts, I had fun last What's night. What's your it's name like, again? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's it's so awkward. And then it's like, do you? I guess the next step is like add them on Snap or add them on Instagram if you haven't already. And then like kind of like hope that like they contact you again, but also in a way like. You don't because you kind of wished it was like. So you're saying not you're like in limbo. Yeah. You're in limbo yeah. the whole way. Like you can't even make a decision whether or not you want to pursue the relationship further That's, because you didn't yeah. even spend the time on the front end getting to know the guy. That so it's is like, why relationships are implied because no one knows you're in a limbo and both sides are too <laughs> scared to take a first step. And even if you take the first step, like using social media or technology, it's awkward because like you can be texting a guy. Like this has happened to me where I've been texting a guy like. For like a week solid, like during like the school week though, so I'm busy yeah. and stuff. And I'll like see him out and it'll be kind of weird. Like we've like casually met before, but like I'll like go up and they're kind of like acting like I'm almost like they're scared to see me. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, but because I Because like, it's like you're a persona over text, and then yeah. in person you're like, like a different that, yeah. it's a different way to interact yeah. with them. So it's so strange. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I also not to shit on guys, but I feel like a lot of guys don't have the courage they used to. Like Forever, it always used to be, like, guys would approach girls and, like, that was, like, considered brave, but, like, that's what girls were, like, attracted to, mm-hmm. and now it's, like, so even. It's, like, who the hell is taking charge? Like, what is it's going on? Like you, it's almost it like just makes like everything so much more confusing. I feel confusing. like everyone's in, like, a gay relationship, you know? They don't know yeah, who's like, supposed to Like, do we have, like, identity issues. Like, what are the roles? Like, who's supposed to do what? Like, yeah. what's going on? And when on? I have had guys walk up to me, like, at school and stuff, it's unfortunately people who I'm definitely not interested in. And it's, like, <laughs> good for you. You are so brave because... I'd hope that you recognize I might be a bit out of your league. I, maybe I'm not. Maybe, you <laughs> They're know. They're shooting their I, shot. Good for you. Like, honestly, like, uh, men, look at this kind of weird guy <laughs> who, like, I had to block his number and stuff. But you know, he, he took the first step and he walked up and said, you look beautiful today. And I was like, you know what? I looked at a bun. I hadn't slept in three days. But God damn, I felt beautiful that day because of that. <laughs>
That makes me so happy. Yeah, really you're gonna happy. remember that if you're ever feeling down. Just remember you're that. gonna remember that one guy that was so far from being like a potential person for you, but he made you feel really I good. I think about that moment a lot when I need the courage to like present in front of class. I'm like, if he could do that, I can run for president. You know, it's it's a you just channel. We Ella and I have a friend who um who basically. Is not I don't even know how to say this, but a a girl mm-hmm. who ha- was into a guy who was maybe out of her league, but basically she kind of just did that like shot her shot, had the courage, went for it, <laughs> got completely shut down, and like basically just told him that she liked him like by a tree outside of class. But you know that's good. Like that's really good for her though, because now she knows like. I, like, still, even though she was yeah. shot down, and I'm, if that was me, I'd probably not leave my house for a couple of days and cry, but, like, she still was able to do that, and it's so hard to, like, I'll even think, like, I'm gonna do that, I'm, I'm gonna do that today, and then you'll kind of get there, and you're like, mm. and then you literally <laughs> will, like, I've literally, like, seen a guy that I want to go say hi to and talk to, and I've literally stopped, turned around, skipped class, because I got <laughs> so scared and went home. I feel, yeah. Is it hard? Okay. And go. seeing them, like, from afar, like, yeah. walking, you're like, okay, do they gotta go a different me? way. Like, gotta yeah. walk a different yeah. way. Yeah, do they want me to say hi? If I say hi, the worst is when you say hi and they, like, either you don't say it loud enough, they don't see you or they don't recognize you. <laughs> and then you're, you're like, it's over. And they don't know that. Like, they might not have they, any clue. They, they, they know, yeah, exactly. know you were even thinking about trying to say hi or not. <laughs> well, because you did a weird, like, do you, <laughs> do you think it's our... Do you think some of the responsibility is on, is on women for this kind of weird inverse of relationship roles and, and kind of confusion? Because Like the whole feminist movement? Well, I mean, not that per se, but yeah, I mean, I think just like the fact that we're like, oh, we're going to take back our like sexuality. We're going to take back like we want to be how men are in terms of like they want like guys are drawn to having sex with like as many people as possible like from an evolutionary like perspective and women have been like in order to be as successful as a man not only do we need to be like the same in the workplace but we need to be the same in our personal lives and that includes like our sexuality like is yeah. that our, kind of our fault like in a way I like, don't, know. I don't I, know maybe it is like yeah. maybe not our fault but it caused this kind of like yeah. weirdness I, think, I don't like, know like now because men, unfortunately, have kind of, like, stepped back from being, like, the one who's going to open the door for you and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think it is because it's just no one does it. It's not like, oh, it's fading out and some jerks don't do it. It's just, like, absolutely no one does it. So I do think, like, girls need to step up. But I also think, like, at least in my own experience, if I'm kind of the one to be, like, the first one to be, like, oh, I like you. Yeah. Or, like, be the first one to make a move or something, then, like the guy will kind of be like, oh, she did that so I can do it, which is kind of lame that guys have to be like, oh, yeah. like, the yeah. girl did it, so now I have the confidence <laughs> to do it myself. <laughs> they just but, needed that little push. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, like, do you think that this is just leading to people, like, less relationships that are going to happen and, like, more people that are not going to end up getting married because there's so much, like, scared, like, people are just so scared to even, well, like, yeah. put themselves out I there. think that... I like that women have more of a say and that it's evil even, but at the same time, there's also always going to be those girls that, like, don't want to do that. Like, they're attracted to guys coming to them first, which I personally think that that's attractive if, if they do it in the 
proper way. Like, yeah. obviously not at a fucking frat party <laughs> being a drunk idiot and yeah. wanting to, like, take you home. But, like, if it's in a respectable manner, like, I think that that's, like, a good traditional kind of thing. Yeah. And maybe that will die. Like, it might fully die where, like, I, yeah, I hope there's not. zero roles whatsoever. Because then what, what do we do? I just feel like it's unless we figure out a way to figure out this, like, middle ground and figure out the mind games like it's just gonna keep going until it's like in a bad direction yeah yeah no it's definitely like really sad and I think unfortunately like there are definitely like some women that I've met that can handle like having the same mindset as guys when it comes to like hookups and and their sexuality and stuff but I think the majority of girls like even if you look at like the stats it's like like 20 26 percent of women or sorry not 26 only yeah only 26 percent of women reported feeling positive after a casual hookup so that, that means is that, so, so that sad. means that 74 percent felt negative something similar that i found like um, what apparently only 10 percent of women in first time hookups orgasm yeah that. yeah i think well a lot of it now is kind of like I agree, like, a lot of girls can't handle that. It's, like, the guy's gonna, like, hook up with you, for, like, hit it and quit it, get his nut, he's done, and... It's, it's, it's more catered most, to most them. Most women it don't have the them. mindset to be, like, it's okay. And it's, and like, it's kind of weird, almost, to be, like, oh, I don't care, because then girls are, like... Because then even... So I'm more like that, where I'm, like, whatever, you know? Yeah. But then I You're start probably to in the minority, though. I'm in the minority, and my friends are kind of, like, but, like, don't... Like, that was so rude of him, and all this, and I'm, like... Yeah, well, yeah, but it's kind of hard. They're benefiting from a feminist movement. How messed up is that? The guys are benefiting from a feminist movement. They are literally benefiting from us being like, oh, we're going to try to like reject our biology, which women's biology is like people, like people, they want to have sex for relationships. We're going to reject that. We're going to take on the male's role of sexuality and biology and try to like change our brain to accept that and be okay with it, even though we're probably emotionally not okay with it. And guys are still, be- they're benefiting from it. Yeah, we're like, changing they and they're not. They're changing and once again. <laughs> and we're doing it to help ourselves, but it's making us worse. And men have done nothing, but they're still gaining from it. It's very confusing because, and men like are don't usually agree with feminism, but. I think if they knew, like, hey, you're getting laid a lot more now because a lot of people are, like, feminist and they think that's the way to express it. What's up with this? They are constantly, like, okay, like, I'm kind of over the feminist movement, but, like, in the background, they're just like, guys, don't let them know. Like, (laughs) they haven't figured it out. We figure it out. Like Hugh Hefner and stuff. They're like, it's all like, oh, it's all like. All of this is orchestrated yeah. by men to <laughs> blind us of our own wants and yeah. desires. Honestly, like I've re- I've read a few things that like conspiracy. Has that up. Feminism is a menace movement. <laughs> <laughs> they just really marketed it super well. Like, think about it. It uh, could all wait, be Holy shit. We should, like, I, research this shit. No, honestly, oh like, I honestly think that could be accurate or maybe there's secretly a lot of guys that want to be stay-at-home dads and don't want to work and they want the wives to both give birth <laughs> and work so yeah. like who knows yeah i don't know <laughs> um that actually was our next question though like do you think people have lost the art of putting everything out on the table yeah. like so we do you think that, that people are yeah. playing more mind games yeah. so yeah 
All right. Why do certain girls feel the need to hook up with a lot of guys or constantly have a boyfriend to fill a void? Is this linked to insecurity? Um, I think it definitely is. So I have a friend of a friend who recently broke up with a longtime boyfriend that obviously was filling some void for her. And they had been dating for like six years. And the day they broke up, she had hooked up with three guys. In one day, which in obviously one don't day? In front then, <laughs> Different guys? Yes. And from then on, in one day, the day she broke up with him, like, they broke up in the morning, I guess, and she went out that night. And from then on, she... How do you even fit that in? She's I good friends night. turn against her, because if her friends, like, are talking to a guy, she's like, oh, it's easy access, because he's been around here before. Like, you know, I can just snatch him, because odds are if we go out, like, my friend will talk to him, and I can just grab him. And, I mean, it's pretty obvious that, like... She's she, not okay. She, yeah, she's insecure about something, and for some odd reason, that's going to solve it. Yeah. Well, I also know the girls, the dating girls. Like, it's like they never catch a break of being single. It's like they're constantly on dating rotation. But it's not, they're not even like hookup girls. They're like, they're dating. dating. Like, they're they daters. only that's ever what I don't date. Get, though, that, and it's like, how can you how? like that many types of people? Like, I don't honestly. Know. Yeah, it's know? not even like you're hooking up with people and kind of getting a feel for what's out there. You're it's like, like full. You're diving head first into, like, that's almost worse. Which I don't <laughs> get, though, because especially at my school, there's hookup girls. There's, like, just single girls who don't seem to try. They're kind of floating, waiting for some Prince Charming. And then there's Me. the boyfriend girls. <laughs> yeah. But there's the boyfriend girls. And I'm like, how do you even... Like, I can't even talk to the guy next to me in math class and, like, like hope that he responds. Yeah, to it honestly, it boggles my mind how fast, like, these rebounds happen. Like, you go... These girls go from, like, 0 to 100 in literally a week. Well, and I'm like, what? That I, was so quick. I, I think it's because they're willing to accept, like, any type. And when you're willing to accept any type, like, you could find a boyfriend. I it, do think about that a yeah, lot. Yeah, if you I try. I being single, and I'm like, I could date the weirdo who walked up to me and said I was beautiful. <laughs> exactly. I could have been like, do you want to, like, See? be engaged? Just, um, yeah, exactly. Like, you, it's just everyone's so different in how you, like, want to go about things, I guess. I personally could never be like that where you just date a bunch of people and that's just normal. It's kind of sad, like later on in your life like when you're then married if you're married and then you're like oh i have all these like skeletons in the closet like you don't want to have that many like great loves and what if the person you're date like you married was just like you're rebound and you're like well it's time i'm like getting to marriage age like that's you're decent that's it's like that's i think why now like divorces are so yeah do you think that's linked to divorce i agree yeah i think it's like and if you think about a lot of people at least, like, people that I know, I've seen, like, their parents get divorced, and then immediately they're dating someone else, and then they're dating someone else, and it's, Mm -hmm. like, they never grew out of the, like, nonstop dating thing, and they don't even know what kind of person they are by themselves. Yeah, they don't know who they are, and they don't know who they want. You have to know who you are first, and what you want, in order to even, like, think about dating, in my opinion, like, you, because how the hell are you supposed to get to know, get to know another person when you don't even know yourself, and, like, what will make you happier, who will make you happy? And I think that's a really good point about, like, you just get to the age where you're like everyone's getting married and I think that's such a big problem like why is it that there's like a set age in our society that we're like okay now it's fine for you to get married it makes no sense like if everyone's on their own timing we should see like a graph of it just being like zigzagged of when people are getting married it should be like an individual like decision and age not just like oh when I hit 28 or 30 or whatever that's it then I'm gonna just then I'm just gonna marry the guy I'm with at that time because like what if the guy when you were 
35 was better than the guy at 30? Or what, what if the guy at 22 was better than the guy that you're with at 30? Like, it makes absolutely, like, no sense yeah. to me. I don't know. I know, and I feel like society kind of pressures everyone. Just, you have to have to have this timeline and, like, have kids by this age. And, like, that kind of just fucks up the whole system because it stresses everybody out. Yeah. And then, like, you could end up with someone that you don't, you shouldn't be with. Yeah. All because you just felt, like, rushed. Or you felt... Like, you waited too long. Like, I know people that, like, it honestly would have been in their better interest to marry, like, their previous boyfriend. Like, that was their true soulmate. But they were like, oh, we're too young. It doesn't make sense. Like, we're going to, like, wait. And then they break up. Yeah. And then they end up with someone. I know. What, what like is When is it defined, like, too young? Well, because I, any anyone who's older is going to think someone younger yeah, is young. I think, like, high school sweethearts have really died out because I know a lot of people in our parents' generation, it's like, we met in high school, and, like, we got married. But now it's like, oh, if you meet in high school and you want to get married, I'm not in high school, it, you know, in your early 20s. People like, that's like, like, it's too young. So then you leave that because it's kind of frowned upon, and then you're going to, you might marry someone that you're not happy with. But, like... I mean, I could probably list, like, seven people I know who are high school sweethearts and got married and it turned out fine. But now it's kind of like, you're going to get married at 22 and you've only dated this like, person. Holy but like, shit. If you've dated you. them for, like, seven or eight years. Why keep waiting? Why? Yeah. No, I had a, I had a guy Like, say, if it works, it works. I had a guy say that to me. They were like, I, I, like, they, like, were like, well, all my friends are going to get married in their 30s, so that's, like, what I want to do. And I'm like, okay, so you're saying, like, we met at, like, in high school and you just want to like continue that for 10 years that doesn't make any sense yeah, that like, doesn't make any sense like what because then it, it's sense. not official like it's like oh so we're gonna be together for 10 years but at any point i mean we're dating but so we one of us can walk just, out the door yeah exactly there's no sense of like commitment and i feel like at a certain point also like you could like everything's so different like there could be someone who waited to get married at 30 but maybe that they only dated one person so they have no experience but you could be like 25 and i've already dated three people and be like okay i know this is like the third person i dated i'm done like whatever yeah. and it's just so like <laughs> different you know yeah like, no i completely get that i don't know it's sad um and so kind of like leading into our next question why do girls feel so compelled to brag about having like the most amazing boyfriend um, when guys naturally want to brag about, like, having sex with as many girls as possible. And for both groups, they kind of cater their method of bragging um, and receiving praise accordingly. Does this all, like, kind of go back to what we were talking about earlier with basic evolution and kind of what, what like, the differences between how men and women, like, view sexual, like, encounters? Yeah, well, like you were saying, evolutionarily, it... Um kind of goes back to, like, men get success from having as many sexual partners and women get success or at least, like, feel like they've achieved success from being in, like, a stable and supportive relationship. So I think bragging to other girls, being like, my boyfriend's so good and, you know, we're just so happy, then they can... That's, insert themselves. Yeah, that's success but does that, in the female world. Do you world. think that, that, only, that these mindsets only stem from, like, an evolutionary standpoint or do you think that society has told us, like oh, girls hooking up or fucking a lot of guys, that's, like, frowned upon, so they want to brag about the opposite of that, which is, like, having a steady boyfriend, like, one person that's really awesome. But then for guys, it's obviously the opposite where you get, like, praise from your other dudes if you, like, fuck a lot of girls. Like, Um, do you think that society has made that worse by telling us that that's, like, how it should be? 
probably like I feel like society like it's kind of like that what is it nature versus nurture again like like they're so tied together it's really hard to like pick it apart and and kind of see like exactly what 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 the differentiation like pieces are but I feel like it stems from biology and evolution and then society has kind of like taken that over like as the like societal norms and Mm -hmm. like embraced that I don't know if that makes sense but I kind of think though that there is like a status thing with having like promoting like oh I'm in a great relationship like Mm -hmm. if you think about like the Instagram couple oh my gosh like it's like a a thing you know there's there's, I literally just saw this like engagement today that was like 10 photos all staged with like a professional photographer full face of makeup I'm like that's not even like a real authentic like how could you actually post one photo maybe but like Ten a whole album. Who wants to see yeah. that no shit? Like, Unless it's my engagement, but it's not. Really. <laughs> Unless it's literally like your sister or like your best friend. Like yeah. a majority of people that know who you are are not going to give zero. Fo- well, like, and then it makes it you. It's it kind of comes off as like I care more about the Instagram shots than I do about the actual like engagement and like marrying the love yeah. of my life. Like uh, it just take it makes it so like unauthentic for me. And then all these other girls like flounder over it like it's it it is like a million dollars and they just want it so badly and it's just such a bad cycle I don't know I feel like on the flip side though like there's a ton of Instagram couples but also on like barstool and like I'm schmacked and stuff like I've seen videos that I can't believe no one like with the wave of feminism people haven't fought back because it'll be like girls walking out of a frat house and all the guys are like chanting like shame 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 and i'm like oh my god so girls do that or like even yelling if you're leaving and like there will be videos of them being like shacker and it's like why oh my gosh that is so awful but if a guy but then they're on the flip side they'll show videos of guys in a girl's house and all the buddies are in the car like cheering and stuff so i just think that there's this whole thing where it's almost like funny to do that yeah but they're not thinking about like what like what are you doing you can't do that to people no, you so can't do that hurtful. at all like if, oh my like gosh. if if you were if the roles were flipped and they were in that position like they would be so but girls would never do that no. that's the thing like because guys would cry too <laughs> i don't want to <laughs> so do guys... they think that we're just like made of steel like we have like zero emotions emotion like that we wouldn't be phased by that because yeah anyone would that's so shitty even if you're a girl who's like hit it and quit it i don't care like if somebody was gonna like if someone's only shame that's like literally the definition of toxic masculinity (laughs) where they're all egging each other on and all of their aggression is just spilling out of them and they take it out on a girl someone innocent girl who just got fucking come on her face you're gonna have a (laughs) dog You know, she's not leaving there looking good, but you know that they had a good night, and you should be supporting both the man and the woman. Yeah. You should not be shaming the woman I agree. for making the man please her, hopefully. Yeah, she's, she probably has to, she's probably leaving that house, getting completely defiled, and then walking straight to Walgreens, buying Plan B, and co- creating more issues for herself, body, yeah. and all of it is for what? The stupid frat dude Dale. that was like shame that has you. shitty friends. You're not gonna get engaged so or date him. That's oh my so god, sad. that's horrible. That is really sad. I have, I thankfully have not witnessed that, but I hope I never will because, or I, that would never happen to me. I don't think, but who knows? if it happened no, to me, I think it could. I think I, I'd I, call nine one one on the fraternity <laughs> on whoever it was and be like, 
hi, this person is mentally insane. Uh, I don't know what to do. Yeah, or Or verbal abuse. Like, that's horrible. How did that get posted on Barstool? They probably think it's funny. Yeah, I I was going through it, and I remember seeing it and being like, this can't be real. But then it was like the girl had commented to and be like, oh, guys, it's okay. I thought it was funny, but I'm like, that's the Do only you, way that you can react from no, that. Because if you want to be, like, butthurt about then it... Then you're just going to well, make yeah, fun exactly. of Yeah, exactly. I feel like yeah. guys think that, like, oh, if she thinks that it's funny, that's it's ma- that makes it okay. But no, that's just, like, a defense mechanism exactly. because she doesn't know no, how, well, how to, to react about, about it. Because yeah. you never... You're not prepared to react to that. It's not like you're raised and your mom's like, well, one day, sweetie, a lot of boys are going to yell shame at you after having <laughs> sex with a guy. <laughs> Like, no one teaches you that. I don't even think, like, they have, like, therapists for that specific incident. I don't... There's no way to recover except that it's funny. If I were a doctor, a a professional therapist, and I had a a girl, a 20-something girl come in and tell me that story, I would have absolutely no idea how How to go about that. How to advise. Yeah. (laughs) Does that happen? The fact that that happened, wow. And there's probably way more worse shit. Like, that's... Like, that was enough to be... Like, it was, like... Like okay enough to, to post. To post on a like, imagine the stuff that isn't yeah. that's getting sent into barstool that isn't getting posted. That's oh god, I don't even want to know. Yeah, like I mean, it's horrible. It's hard to when guys get in that like group setting. It's really hard to shut them down at no, that point. Like no. I feel like they get so riled up and they yeah. just continue to rile each other up. But girls, do girls do that? What are any stories of uh, girls that would... Okay, I know it, I know. So, like, if you get a girl, group of girls that are all, like, very insecure, I think, or that, like, and they're... Maybe one of them has had, hasn't had any luck, like, dating someone, they want you to... They want their other friends to feel as shitty as they do about, like, their choices with, like, hooking up and stuff. So they'll try to get everyone to, like, lower their standards of guys to, like a really low level oh, I see. and you'll go out with them like and be getting drinks and then you'll be like oh this guy like wants me to go home with him like is it a good idea like I don't know I don't really like him that much and they'll be like no you should go like that, you should yeah. go you should but, go I mean like, that's not even like shaming like I mean I it's know not I've, shaming but I've been like, in my living room it's where not public harassment yeah. I've had a guy like leave the house from one of my roommate's rooms and like I wasn't shame 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 I was like Hey, buddy. No, you would know? never, like, it's never like But I, I it was like, I can do that. I'm in my lip. And yeah. he thought, he was like, oh, hey. Like, obviously, I'm going to say hi. Like, yeah. I'm sitting on the couch. It's kind of weird just to be like, oh, she didn't say anything. But I think exactly. girls, like, mess with each other just as much. But it's in a very, like, discreet, like, calculated way. And it might not be, like, as harmful or as like embarrassing yeah, girls as don't even shame. know that they're doing shame, it but they, they are it does have an it, effect it does have an guys effect. are a lot more like in your face about they can it. be in your face and mean and bully but like like that yeah. situation that's literal bullying yeah <laughs> but girls are it's it's so much more like calculated yeah in the background like under the radar but yeah it's well girls worse. Can, but it could hurt you in the long run because maybe yeah. you didn't actually want to go home with that guy and girls then can like be so competitive you know, and like yeah. well girls will be like oh jealous. you hooked up with him really like oh he's not really cute and then two weeks later they hook up with the same they hook guy. up with him and then they're like oh my god he's so hot i hooked up with the hottest guy i'm like who and they're like oh billy and i'm like oh <laughs> remember billy because he was over two weeks ago too and you were like that piece of trash that just left our house like really you hit that like who are you yeah oh my god that's 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 a really good point and it's beyond having different tastes in men it's kind of just like if you want to get the guy in the long run like obviously you're gonna well i mean not me i wouldn't do this but some girls would be the obvious route would be like 
tell their friend who's getting with the guy, like, he's hideous. I heard he's such an asshole. And <laughs> yeah. then, like, swoop him. And it's like, that's, that's playing nasty. That seems like it's from a movie. I feel like so many movies are <laughs> yeah, that, are, are that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, wait, I have a good question that kind of relates to that. So, have you ever been in a situation where it felt easier to just hook up with the guy and get it over with than to just stop it all together to avoid the awkwardness? Absolutely. Absolutely. And same goes for guys with girls. Like, is is it just kind of easier, easier to do it? Do it? Yeah. It's, think about how hard it is, at least personally. If a guy's like, do you want to go back? And not in, like, the way where he walks up, he's like, oh, I'm child, let's go back. Like, they pulled the shit where they're like, I want to get to know you. So they now know that I have, like, a couple dogs and stuff, and I really like to like walk dogs that's my side hustle and stuff they know this so i <laughs> feel job. safe and secure and they're like do you want to go back and in my head i'm like well i actually might like this person so like it's probably best if i don't go back to their house with them but it's like for me personally but then like, you think you might not have a no chance yeah is really it's like mm-hmm, yes i would love that like it can't come out of my mouth like i cannot say no and my friends know this and they're like really don't do it don't do it don't yeah because it's awkward it's, awkward. it's yeah. so much weirder to be like you because then in a, it's like reverse psychology where the guys somehow make it, whether it be intentionally or unintentionally, feel like you need to do it. Like you've already talked to them, they know about your dogs and stuff, and then so you you're feel gonna like you owe it to them. Yeah, you're gonna say no after that and then never see them again. It's like oh well, yeah, but you know what's gonna happen. You're not gonna go back. Well, and especially watch if a guy buys you a bunch of drinks, then you feel like oh, oh God. shit. That's yeah, like, that's, that's the or they ask you to their formal and. You don't have to pay. They bought you the sweatshirt, everything. <laughs> you know, they bought you the booze. They asked, oh, and you said, oh, I like Tito's. And they bought you Tito's. Like, yeah, it's like, it's a recipe you? for she has to fuck me yeah, at this which point. Which is, I don't know if boys are really doing this on purpose. Or, or just like how we it's got kind of like how them. guys are like, oh, I'm bringing a hot girl to my formal. I'm like, get her like whatever she wants and stuff. But then it's like girls kind of interpret it as like kind of got to do something for them yeah exactly which is weird it's fun i think that if you were to be out and a guy goes up to you and it's like only a few questions and you could see it going to that direction i think it's easier in the beginning to kind of be like go away and Mm -hmm. and shut it down sooner rather than later but But later on later on if you're like hanging out with them or if you're in like a deep conversation or if you end up in an uber with them like that happened to me one time where (laughs) ubers where i lost my friends i don't know how and i didn't want to like hang out with this guy but basically i was like waiting for an uber outside he and hopped in your Uber. He hopped in my Uber, and he was like, can I just, like, take it after we drop you off? And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. Well, not gonna say we no go to my happen. house, and I'm, like, saying bye, thinking, like, that's going to be it. I'm going to go inside by myself. But then he was like, wait, I have to ask you a question. Gets out of the car, and obviously that, like, mi- like we lose the Uber at that point. Because the Uber's like, well, what the hell? This is weird. And the Uber's like, all right, I'm going to just keep going. Yeah. And so then I'm like, fuck, he's out here. What am I, I don't want to let him inside. You can't leave him And so the then I let it, I let him onto the pa- the porch for, like, an hour trying to figure out how to get <laughs> out of the situation. The front door. And I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Well, and then I, we just started making out for, like, yeah, a few seconds, and that was it. Say, and I, I do think girls are kind of guilty of, like, sabotaging friends in a way. So I've had friends, like, where I'm out at bars and stuff, and they're like, well, you were really hitting it off with that guy, so we just all dipped and figured you'd go home with him. And I'm like, 
I wasn't hitting it off. And I was frantically looking around trying to make eye contact with one of my friends so I could mouth, please help, please help, please help. And she is having such a good conversation. You guys were vibing. And then I turn around and I'm like, oh my God, they're gone. So either I Uber home alone at 2 a.m., which is scary, or Uber home at, with a stranger at 2 a.m. Yes, literal stranger. shelter in his bed. <laughs> oh my God. The are so bad. Yeah. So yes, it is true that I think it is... I'm more comfortable a, sometimes to just yes. do something to an extent to avoid. But how do we? I no, guess I've been in a situation like, where like, like you're dancing even like at like a frat party or something, and then they'll just like try to make a move on you and like kiss you. It's just easier just to like go in for the kiss than try to like yeah, well, that, pull out and just. I've like, had that experience yeah. where I unfortunately thought that maybe I'd kind of make some moves on this guy that I wasn't interested in trying to get some drinks. And he, so he goes in for the kiss and I'm like, I got to get these free drinks. So I'll do it. I did not get free drinks, and I, which made scam. the thing no even worse at the, at like, it was like midway and I was like realizing I'm not going to get free drinks. So then it was kind of like, now it's like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh my bummer. God. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so drunk. This was such a bad idea. So yeah, it, it can backfire, too. I think blaming things on being drunk is a good out. But yes. if you were in, like, a sober situation, then There's no just, way out. No you way. just gotta go for it. Just, it's or a lost cause at that point. I mean, I've had situations where, like, the person probably thought I was more intoxicated than I was. And we're, like, walking back. And I'm... And I, I ran. I saw the street that led to my house, and I ran. I was no. wearing Adidas, thankfully. <laughs> I, I just looked so it. So he always would have just been I didn't have. I didn't have him on Snapchat. Over. I didn't have his number. I didn't even know his name. So I was like, this is the opportunity. And he was like, what? And I'm like, see, you're drunk, and my soberish ass is out. Okay. So, no, no you made a good call. That I, was like one of those moments have you where. you pretended to be more drunk than you are to get out of it? Yeah, but then it's even worse because they're like, well, I mean, why are you sober enough to say no? And it's like, which is bad. Actually, I don't think I have. I had Thankfully, to, I have I had to do that once. This guy was like, like, it was one of the situations I was not into him at all, like, not down. And he was so touchy and handsy and trying to, like, kiss me and take me back to his house. And I was like, no. And so I literally turned to my friend. I go, listen, you're going to cover my ass. I'm going to go run in my house and pretend I'm yakking. And you're just going to say, I got too sick and I have to like, go <laughs> it's home. genius, honestly. And I, I cannot believe I had to do that like because this yeah. guy was so pushy. I don't know. Do you think that a lot of people also think that they can get away with more things with saying that they're drunk? Like guys in mm. particular, maybe? I think guys like, <laughs> absolutely. Because, you know, they'll DM you at like 2 a.m. And I mean, at least my school, Saturdays are pretty much a dead night. So they'll DM you Saturday night. I've had someone who I went to grade school with DM me on Snapchat, like, some uncomfortable message, so I ignored it. And then he's like, oh, did I, like, Snapchat DM you earlier this year? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, I was probably pretty fucked up. And I'm like, no, you were probably sober in your bed, hoping that maybe you could have a girl over, and it it backfired, and then you got (laughs) scared, and you were like, oh, I was really drunk with the boys. So, yeah, that's annoying because you can see right through that. Yeah, you know when someone's drunk. And or not. also, ask me what I'm doing at an earlier time. That is my main pet peeve. Like, I've been talking to this guy, and he'll be like, "Let's hang out this week." And I'm like, "Okay, great." Like, I'm not really interested, but you know, like we have been like seeing each other for yeah, yeah. a while. So I'll be like, "Great." Well, I'm done with classes at 3 p.m. on Thursday. Like, let me know what you're doing after. I don't have that much homework. 
And then he will text me full well knowing in advance that I said we should hang out this week. Here's when I'm free. It's 3 a.m. You want to come over? And he does not live near me at all. And I'm like, no, yeah. I don't. So it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Like, what if you, if you want to, like, hook up with me, then cater towards my schedule. I mean, I'm giving you from 5 p.m. to at least midnight. Like That's a long time. That's a, nice that's a big window. Yeah. Like, that's... if you have dinner with the guy, sure, go ahead. That's fine. That's fine. But 2 a.m. and it's a weeknight, I'm like, no. Who He's are like, you? You have a core. I'm like, I, no. I don't want to be He needs to make the adjustment, yeah. not yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> I have another story that relates to the whole drunk kind of, like, excuse thing. So, what do you do when you're making out with a guy for the first time and he says he loves you? Or he says not he loves you, I love you. Well, I mean... And he's drunk, okay, so picture that. I mean, and blames I think, it on the fact that he's drunk, but, like... It still happens. How the fuck so, do you navigate so, that? Um, my big had a outstanding example of this occurring where her and this guy, so she was hooking up with this guy and was really good friends with his roommate, um, or like housemate, not even roommates. It was pretty like clean cut, you know? Yeah. And they were like out one night and they were walking home and he like kind of like spilled out all of this stuff and was like, I love you. And all this while stuff. they were walking, no, while not walking, while they were literally making yeah, out. But they were like walking and stuff, and then they were making out. And he's like, "I want to date you this summer. Like, I'll be in LA doing an internship and stuff." And she was like, "Wait, what?" And so they go to like lunch the next day, and she like kind of brings it up because he's not saying anything. And he's like, "I don't even know. I was like blacked out." And he the night before had said like. I want to date you. I think we should start off holding hands. Like, I don't want to have sex with you right away. And in the morning, he's like, I have no clue. But <laughs> mind you, they're walking home at like 4 a.m. So yeah, yeah. You, there's no way you're blacked yeah. out by 4 a.m. And if you are, you have some issues. Yeah. And she was, what do you do to that though? Where the guy denies it. And you know, it was like, it, not, it, it was real. The love was real, but you know, it happened and. You need to, like, put on some big boy pants and just have a conversation. Throw some balls. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, you said even if you're drunk, I do believe, like, I've said things drunk, and it's like, people are like, did you mean to say that? I'm like, I did mean to say that, you know? Yeah, but I love you. That's, like, a huge... I haven't said that. That's, like, the thing that's, like... But it depends also the circumstances. I mean, if you... Let's say you've been friends with them, and it's kind of been, like, borderline flirty. Yeah. And that happens, like, yeah, it's a bit weird, but, like... They were drunk, you know, and it came out. But if it's, like, Chad from Pike and you just met him and it's, you know, and he's like, I love you. Like, there's, but that, it also, it depends. Then you just call explosive diarrhea and run. Yeah, but it depends also how they say it, I think, because, I mean, guys will be like, oh, you're the hottest girl I've ever hooked up with. Oh, you're so gorgeous. And it's like. You can't even see me. Which right obviously now. Like, every girl wants to yeah, hear yeah. that but, stuff. Yeah, like, but like when, yeah. when it's coming from Chad, he's blacked so out awkward. and like, about to piss himself in your bed. It's like, oh, <laughs> uh, like, I, and I can tell you, I'm not the most beautiful girl in the world right now. Like, you know, I kind of wanted my nut. You wanted your nut. My fake eyelash is like, on I my look sheet. like a zombie. Yeah, like yeah. my hair's a mess. Yeah, like, yeah, like, and so I think like the I love you thing could kind of be like that, where like you're like, oh baby, and then it's like, I don't know, like oh yeah, I love that. I love you. You know, it depends. But if they're like they look at you and they're like, let's say they say that they were blocked up, but they look you dead in the eyes and they're like, I love you, then that you run. You say exactly. you have explosive diarrhea. But if it's like Chad, it's, you brush it off and pretend you never heard it. Unless that's what I did. Yeah. 
I was just like, whoa, what was that? Did you sneeze? Yeah. Did you fart? Like, I move on. Even when people say something like, oh, I really like you, and it's like, this is the first time I've known you, I kind of like, I'll I'll be like, yeah. Or I'll like roll over and be like, (laughs) (laughs) man, I passed out so hard. Or you sneeze and act like you like didn't hear it. Yeah. I think those are kind of the only options, though. Like explosive diarrhea, or you sneeze and you pretend you didn't hear it. Or it depending on the situation. Like, yeah, if you, it's like a friend, or if yeah, it's you brush it off. if yeah. you're walking, like that's definitely better. But if you're like mid fucking, like that's gotta be <laughs> weird as hell. Or they're, they're mistaking you for another girl, like perhaps a girlfriend, or God forbid, <laughs> or more likely an ex girlfriend. You know. <laughs> I love you, Brittany. They're like, ah. Oh. I'm Taylor. <laughs> yeah, I'm Taylor. Who's Brittany? <laughs> and he's like, oh, shit, shit. I, mean, I love you, Taylor. And it's like, I just said like, Chad, no. But you know, that's Chad. And he's like, I made a mistake. And I'm going to own it. I love you, too. <laughs> so, yeah. Taylor and Brittany, those are great names. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I just think of Brittany Spears. Yes. <laughs> I know I okay. can't take that name seriously. Is there another word for girls being called boy crazy? Why is crazy the word the only word like to describe that? So, like why do guys always use the crazy. word crazy when referring to things they don't <laughs> understand <laughs> about girls? Uh yeah, I which is strange if you people who know me, I think that it's not fair to call people like crazy, like, oh, you're acting yeah, crazy. Yeah, we throw around that word way yeah, too much. You know, and like, I know there are some girls who will do crazy shit, like put like dead fish in guys' beds and stuff. Like, that, that is crazy, I admit. But calling a girl who like texted, like, let's say a girl got drunk. I mean, I've done this like freshman year where like you're drunk, you like quadruple text a guy, and he's like, she's crazy. And it's like no, she no. just had too much vodka. Yeah, you know, but I do think that like girls can do some kind of crazy stuff, but so can guys. So I think, and we don't say like, oh, like he's crazy. So what, I think is there a word weird. that we use for guys? It's usually, just like they're an asshole, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> yeah, so guys are like they can be assholes or douchebags, and girls are yeah. either crazy. Yeah. Or so when a guy hits you up like repetitively and you turn him down, you're like, he's such an asshole. He's such a fuckboy. But if a girl were to do that, they're like, she's crazy. Like she's too attached. Or she weird. Like, I, you can call she's guy weird. weird. Yeah, you can say that's weird. Which goes both ways. I would weird is a good word weird. for both. But I say like, weird. I you would never to... call a girl an asshole or a douchebag. You'd never yeah. call a guy crazy or psychotic. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Psychotic. That is such a strong. Word. I also I think, know. Yeah, but it's I offensive to people who actually like have yeah. mental problems or. Like, but I also I think know. saying like even the term like boy crazy, it's like going back to like discussing like why people need to fill a void. It's yeah. like. That might be it. Or it's like, they're really just shooting. Like, they want a boyfriend. That's their mission. They're going to talk to all the Brads and Chads until they find the one. But it's one she's not boy crazy. She's just out there. And guys are girl crazy, too. Like, they they'll totally DM are. seven girls the same thing. And they literally like, just it, copy and paste. But it no one looks at it. Like, yeah. like, Brad will be like, oh, nice move, Chad. And, like, if a girl's ass out there, like, oh, my God. Like, that. what? What is wrong with you? Yeah, agreed. Okay. Um... Do you think that girls have overall, like, more issues um, with being able to handle casual hookups than guys? If so, why? Um, yeah, I think so. Or maybe from what I see. I mean, I'm not a guy, so, like, I don't know, like, inside guy stuff. But, like, I think that there's a lot of girls that... 
I think guys have, can brush it off more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or maybe that maybe they think that they have to, but secretly they can't. Yeah, because I do on. know guys who have been like, like I've been surprised how mm. hung up they will be on a girl, and they're like, like I know girls like. It's like you might hook up with a guy and he'll like the next week hook up with another girl and you'll be sad. But it feels like guys aren't like that. But I really think that they are. And in a way too, I think like they kind of wanted a chance with them still. Like they have to. I mean like like girls seek out relationships. Men also seek out with relationships. So like I think they just hide it more and that's like their defense mechanism. I agree with that. But I also feel like guys see hookups as like a hookup or, like, someone who's potentially dateable and the people that they view as, like, potentially dateable or they're interested, then they'll be hung up on them. But girls could be hung up on, like, a guy they don't even really, like, care about to begin with just because, like, they get the attention confused. Yeah. But I think... I think sex also just makes it more vague, too, because it just, like, takes it to a level. I feel like girls get, like, more attached from that. Yeah. Or maybe guys... They are able to kind of move on. Yeah. Well, I think guys might... So girls might view sex as kind of like... Like, this is a step... Like, the next step in, like, what could be our relationship. And guys kind of do it, like... Almost like as a hobby. Like, oh, like, yeah, like, she's Uh good and stuff. So it's like, oh, yeah, I liked her, but, like, she was good in bed, too. So they're easy to, like, kind of objectify it. They can compartmentalize, too, better than girls. Whereas girls are, they're, like, it's all, like, one It's a snowball effect for girls, but guys will be like, oh, well, you know, like, it's fine. Yeah. How do guys determine if girls are dateable or not dateable? Well, that ties into the whole thing. Because I also think, like, guys where they're, like, hit it and quit it, and then girls who are attached, but... If guys are thinking of a girl who's dateable, they're probably not, like, gonna try to be, like, a dick to her where it's like, oh, we're just gonna hook up and not talk to her. Yeah, they're gonna, they'll ask you, like, on an actual, like, they'll be like, oh, like, do you want to go get breakfast or, like, do you want to go get dinner or, like, beforehand or, like, something, you know? And Mm -hmm. I think, like, for, especially now, it's so kind of, like, it's, like, awkward to, like, ask someone to dinner but I do think, like, if you guys both, like, went out to a party or something, like, you want to get breakfast burritos, like, hangover food. Yeah, it doesn't always have to be dinner. Yeah. It could be lunch. It could it's be breakfast. It's casual. Or, I like, like that. even, like, if they just, like, sit by you in the library or something. Like, yeah, that's geeky, but it's, like, they want to be around you. So I think, like, if girls – so I think guys will notice if girls want to be around them, like, kind of no matter what. But I think it also works that way. For girls, like, if you're not sure about a guy and you're not sure about his intentions, but he, like, wants to be around you a lot, then that's, like, more dateable because they're genuinely interested. Totally, yeah. Um, And this is kind of, like, kind of goes off that, but, like, what are some examples that you've seen of girls not having emotional baggage from a casual hookup? Like, what what are the qualities of girls that don't carry that, I guess? I think it's just they know how to, like, draw the line between, I don't know, like, a platonic type thing where you can just be friends with someone or go back to being friends with someone and then also taking it to another level where you feel like you have to be so attached to them or you can't get them out of your head or like you feel like you're entitled to more when they don't want to give you more Mm -hmm. and I know that there are girls that are capable of that unfortunately I think that a lot of girls aren't yeah but I mean yeah it's a case by case thing. Yeah, yeah exactly it just totally depends I think like in my case i I'm pretty okay with that but I also think it's almost like a defense mechanism because if if you're okay with like casual hookups and stuff then 
you're avoiding like a possible rejection or like even feeling bad like oh like I really liked him but he didn't like text me after or something yeah so I think like that does like come into effect where it's like girls can have that but it's definitely like not the norm and I think like girls who are like that yeah. yeah like girls who are like that at least like personally I know like when I see my friends like and they're interested in a guy, like, they'll act different or, like, dress different or kind of, like... Yeah, everything like, is catered push to. push out, like, the personality qualities that they think the guy will like. And I'm very much, like, this is me. Like, take, like, ju- like the book is the cover. There's nothing hiding <laughs> under here. Like, this is it, you know? Yeah, unfiltered. So I think, like, if, like, for at least me, and I don't know if this is, like, common with all girls who are kind of, like, more okay with, like casual hookups and not necessarily continuing it is like you kind of know like you've already put yourself out there Mm -hmm. and it's not like you regret anything you don't regret like being more like this or being more like that Mm -hmm. because you were kind of just like that's what it was and they didn't like it it's exactly yeah Yeah. but then I feel like it's easier to move on because if you feel like you really are you like and you didn't alter yourself then you know that that's like more true and unfiltered and whatever um, wait, I have one more question, though. Okay, so what's more important, though, <laughs> being good at sex or being compatible? Which would you rather give up? Um, kind of like a would you rather. I think <laughs> I'd rather... I mean, I go with the saying, you can teach an old dog new tricks. So I really think if a guy is not that good at sex, like, that's something that you can work on. But if you're not compatible, then what's the point in furthering it? You know? It goes back to what we said earlier about how a long time ago, like, older generations, like, the whole courtship thing was, like, flipped, I guess. Yeah. So all of those stages of getting to know a person were after or before you had sex, and yeah. now it's, like, you have sex and you do all the stuff after. Yeah. So do we want to keep that, or do we want to go back to how it was, like, beforehand well, where... I feel like what Carly's saying is, like, in the long term, like, if you're looking at someone, like, you want to marry... Like, you can always work on, like, the sex aspect of it, but you can't change... If they're an, if they're a bad person or if they're, like, not your type, like, you can't fix yeah. that. And like, I, it's so much harder you to... Can't like, at all. You can't. I think if you're more compatible and, like, let's say, like, they're just bad at sex or, like, there's one that thing that sucks. they're bad at, but you're compatible, I think, like, you're going to be more comfortable with them kind of, like, bringing it up, being, like, hey, like, <laughs> you can work on this or, like, don't do this, you know? Whereas, like, if, like... You you're not compatible. You're not going to be able to kind of say, like, what you're comfortable with or even, like, what you you like or you don't like because you're kind of just, So like, maybe oh. there is hope. If you are compatible, you at least can, like, communicate with each yeah, other. Yeah, you can There's a chance. work on things. And you can kind of let, like, the, like, sex thing slide because you're like, well, like, they make me laugh and, like, we are, we are we best great friends. together, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so n- 99% of the time, all the other stuff is really big. Just that one thing might not be there, but you could still work on it. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like that. I agree with you guys. I have some cool stats. We can finish with some interesting stats. Um, Okay. So most recent data suggests that between 60% and 80% of North American college students have had some sort of hookup experience. 20% 20 have it? That's so sad. Well, I don't even know. Or maybe they are dating and they're just not hooking up with real people. Yeah, yeah. Um, participants reported that 64% of uncommitted sexual encounters followed alcohol use, which that, that actually makes sense. makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. I'm surprised, I'm surprised that's it's not, not higher. Yeah, higher. <laughs> <laughs> the average occurring after consuming three alcoholic drinks. Okay, well, that's not like they're, they're not blacked out. Yeah, but you know, I three. feel like that's when the confidence starts flowing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
26, you said that 26% of women and 50% of men reported feeling positive after a hookup. That is really low. I know. That, that sucks. Was, that this was, proves why clearly we're doing something, something wrong. wrong. Something needs to be adjusted. I'm going to just say it. We like, definitely know that that know. girl getting the walk of shame felt yeah, horrible. The, the opposite <laughs> of positive. Um, and then finally... In first-time hookups, thirty-one percent of men and ten percent of women reached orgasm in the last in last relationship sexual activity. Eighty-five percent of men and sixty-eight percent of women reached orgasm. That's I will say like so relationships are before the relationship though that's really low for men like both parties. Well, maybe it's because they're drunk. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. We're solving everything. We're solving the the crisis. Okay, guys, we need to. Figure it out. Yeah. Change some stuff up. So basically what we figured out is that feminism is fake because the (laughs) Meninist movement orchestrated it so they could get their nut. That's basically, that's what you should take away from this podcast. Exactly. Yeah, we had not even talked about that. Oh my gosh. I'm going to research. Wow. Okay. Well, tune in next time, guys. Sorry, this is kind of a Thank you for listening, everybody. Bye. Sexy back, yeah. The mother boys don't know how to act, yeah. I think it's special what's behind your back, yeah. So I'm turn around and I'll pick up the slack, yeah. Take up the bridge, dirty babe.